Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ, descended from David. Amen. So we are uh, in these Advent services. We're doing a series, as you know, on Jesus' genealogy. What's a genealogy again? Family tree, right? It's the lineage. It's your, the history of your ancestors. And so we get that two places, in particular in the New Testament, that is, Matthew 1 and Luke 3. And uh, what is it? It's a list of names, right? In fact, we turn here to Matthew chapter 1, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Jacob, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah, down on down the line to Joseph being the father uh, of Jesus. That is the husband of Mary. Of course, he was born of a virgin. So a genealogy, we're going to talk about names again. You just had a sermon a whole sermon on just a list of names. Last week we saw how Jesus came to save sinners because he was born of a long line of sinners and he came to make all of his descendants, that is those who believe in him, righteous. And uh, today I'd like to look with you at another question that I think the Holy Spirit has to teach you and me today uh, through this list of names. Namely, is God faithful to his promises? You ever wonder that in your life? Is God faithful to keeping his word no matter what, even when it looks like he's not going to. Well, let's take a look at that in Jesus' genealogy today. And first off, is it, uh, what is it like when someone doesn't keep his word? Well, how do you feel? It can be betrayed, right? Uh, disappointed. It can be really hurtful in your relationship, hard to go on, right? And um, we can see that people don't always keep their word, do they? Have you ever been hurt by someone who didn't keep his word? didn't keep his promises. There are hurts in marriages sometimes when people don't keep their marriage promises to each other. Uh, there's hurt in parent-child relationships. Sometimes you say, I promise this to your child and it doesn't get fulfilled and the child's heartbroken, right? So hopefully we don't do that. But there's uh, trouble between people and friends with promises. There's trouble between nations when you don't keep a treaty. I mean, how many times has that happened when you make a treaty with some other country until you are people and then you turn around next month and tear it up and do something new, right? So broken promises lead to broken hearts. And uh, that's because people don't keep their word and their promises. And the question God wants to share with you today is this question, does, do I keep my promises? Do I keep my promises to you? Will I keep my promises concerning my word to you? Jesus' genealogy helps to teach us the answer to that very question. It's just a list of names, you say. But God is answering that question for us. Does he keep his promises? And what does he say here? We read that Jesus, uh, Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah, and so on, down to the Christ. What is God teaching us there? Does he keep his promises? God always keeps his promises, even when it seems like he's not keeping them. Because if you look at Jesus' genealogy, and you just want to, you know, it's a list of names, right? But if you've read through Chronicles and Kings, you see that things were all over the place. This guy's here, and he did this, and this person comes in and kills this person, and they're over here, and crazy. This one usurps the throne. This one reigned only a few years. This one reigned a long time. This one was good. This one was bad. Chaos, it seems. But guess what? Through all that chaos, God is preserving the seed of Abraham all the way down to David. And then David all the way down through his descendants, 
one after another, after another. I'm coming down through the congregation now, through another, through another, all the way to Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Does it sometimes seem like your life is like, oh, is God going to keep his promises? It seems chaos, and this is happening, this is happening. Oh, I don't know what's going on. But guess what? Jesus' genealogy shows God is keeping his promises right down through the midst of all the chaos. He's never left or been unfaithful to his word in the history of the world. Amen? Isn't that a beautiful word? Um, think of what it says in Numbers chapter 23. Uh, it says, God is not man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Amen? Do you guys ever, uh, you know, I know you believe God's word. You're here because you believe God's word. But don't you find sometimes in the hour of trial, when you're in real trouble, you wonder, God, is your word for me going to really come to pass? Well, what God is teaching us in this genealogy is look through all those things and all those thousands of years, 2,000 years from Abraham all the way to Christ, I kept my word. Through all the thick and thin of human existence and all the ups and downs and the transitoriness of life, I kept my promises. To, and what promises were those? We can take a look. For example, God gave a promise to Abraham. He says in Genesis 12, says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country, your kindred, your father's house, to the land that I'll show you. And I'll make of you a great nation, and I'll bless you, and make your name great. So it shall be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you. Him who curses you, I'll curse. By you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And then Abraham went as the Lord told him, and we read here that God says in verse 7, The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your descendant I will give this land. What's that a promise of? To a descendant of Abraham, Abram at the time, the inheritance was to come. Who is that descendant? Yeah, good answer. I like that. Was that Dennis? Right? Jesus, right? We turn over to Galatians chapter 3. Paul picks up in this very verse, and he says uh, in verse 16, uh, now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say unto offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one, and to your offspring, which is Christ. Christ, right? So God promised Abraham, one of your descendants shall bless all the nations, and I'll give to him the great inheritance. We also read of another descendant down from Abraham all the way down to Judah. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. In other words, the king shall come from Judah. Then the, nor the ruler's staff shall pass from between his feet until he comes to whom it belongs, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. So God promised to Abraham. He kept it through Judah. And then all the other way you go down to David's day, which we read a few moments ago, that God says, David, I'm going to build you a house. One of your own sons I'll set up on, his on, on the throne forever. I'll be his father, and he shall be my son. And I'll establish his kingdom forever. So you see, God gave promises, right? And down through the ages, he kept his word and he brought it to pass in the fullness of time. How long did it take? 2,000 years, right? We'd like God's promise to come through right now and he's keeping it right now. But sometimes it takes a little while before it appears. Don't lose heart, God says. Look, I've kept it down through thousands of years. Jesus was born of Abraham, born of Judah, born of David, and here he is listed for you. He came and he's the Christ. And so all the promises of God find their yes in him. And I love that verse in Proverbs. I, I think of it a lot. 
when it, you know, as I need to, says, every word of God proves true. He's a shield for all those who take refuge in him. How many words of God prove true? Every word of God. So are you wondering today whether God's going to keep his promises to you? To be faithful to you? To lift you up? To be your shepherd? To guard you and guide you to springs of living water? God says, look here, I never fail. If you were to take out God's resume and look, how many times has he ever broken his word? You'd be like, nothing. There's nothing here. He's always kept his word. He always prospers it and makes it return to him, not void or empty, but full. Okay, he's going to do that for you. With regard to your salvation, with regard to his presence with you, with regard to his comfort, with regard to the inheritance in heaven, with regard to the resurrection and glory. Which brings us to another little question today is, what about the Jews? Is God going to be faithful to save the Jews? Uh, because that was Paul's question, actually, in Romans uh, chapter 9. Um, actually, we can look at 11, too, where Paul says, I asked then, has God rejected his people? And in another place, he says, um, but it is not as though the word of God had failed. In other words, God promised to save. The deliverer will come out of Zion. Okay? The Savior will come from Zion, and he'll save his people. What about the Jews, said Paul? Are they, why are they not saved? Is God not keeping his word? Is he not faithful to perform his promises to them? And what is Paul's answer there? He says, uh, jumping down here, it's not as though the word of God had failed, for all, not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham because they are his descendants. But through Isaac shall your descendants be named. This means that it's not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are reckoned as descendants. Do you understand that? No? Okay, what it means is Paul is wondering if God is going to keep his word, and that's the question we're talking today, will God fulfill his promises? Paul says God promised to save Israel, so why are not all Israel saved? And his answer is that not all physical Jews descended from Abraham are Israel. God has promised to save out of the Jews and out of the Gentiles a people for his name, Abraham's true descendants, who are people who believe in the same way that Abraham believed. You understand that? So if we could find that actually written in multiple places, in fact, Jesus, he says in John 8, I know, he said to the Jews, you're descendants of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me. This isn't what Abraham did. You do what your father did. They say, we're, we've, we have one father, God. He says, if God were your father, you'd love me. For I came from God, but now you seek to kill me. This is not what Abraham did. You do what your father did. And he says, you're of your father, the devil. So are all Jews physically descended from Abraham, Abraham's children? According to Jesus, no. Who are those who are Abraham's children to whom belong the promises? Everyone who believes as Abraham believed. And that means Jews, like Paul, are saved who believe as Abraham 